I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, Steve here. You are listening to one of our original 26 episodes. If you've listened to any of our new episodes, you're going to notice that we're sounding a little different in these ones. Yeah, there's a reason for that. There is. They've been remastered. They have been remastered. Because they had a really annoying hum. Yeah, I mean, a huge thanks to uh, listener James for doing almost all of the legwork on this yes. thing. Yeah. You'll also notice if you had listened to what we're calling the Lost 26 episodes before, and you're re-listening now, the music and sound effects are gone. Yes, yeah. we've, we've gone back to straight audio. So, be warned, we sound a little different today than we do in what you're about to listen to. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh-huh. Bye. Okay, bye. Thinking Sideways. Stories of things we simply don't know the answer to. Well, hello, and welcome to Thinking Sideways, the podcast. I'm Steve. Devin. Joe. And we have another unusual story for you this week. We do. We do. Ooh. So let's cool. just go. This yeah. this is this is does not fall in line with any of the stories that we've talked about before. Okay. I've, I've kind of diverged a little bit here. Uh-oh. Just bear with me through this. Dude, we have a format for a reason, you know? We're going to prove a process for a reason here. Yeah. Our story starts in West Dunbartonshire, Scotland, on the Overton House Estate. It's a Victorian house. was built in 1862. It's a large stone mansion. sits on a palatial 2,000-acre estate. But the house is not actually the subject of her story. Oh. I know. Near the house is the Overton Bridge, which was built in 1895 and spans the Overton Burn. Okay. Uh, yeah. Burn is Scottish for stream. Everything was going along perfectly fine, no strange activity whatsoever, until the 1950s. Since the 1950s, over 50 dogs have apparently committed suicide by jumping from the bridge and falling nearly 50 feet to their deaths on the rocks below. So that's one a year? That's one a year that have jumped and died. More have jumped and not died. Another 600 dogs have been reported as jumping off of this bridge. Or trying to jump, and either they made it and they survived the fall, some hit the bushes that are below, some aren't that lucky, or their owners were able to stop them from actually jump. Why do people keep bringing their dogs to this bridge? That's what I want to know. That's a very good question. It's not until recently that people have figured out that it's an on-leash area. Uh-huh. <laughs> Clearly an on-leash area. You know what? Actually, it would be hilarious though, if the dogs would just like leap over and take their owners with them. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that, that's not the way it went. Uh, those dogs that survived the fall, mm-hmm. when they were brought back to the bridge, they happily tried to jump again. Huh. 
all of the dogs that have jumped off of this bridge, there's some some things that are consistencies in every situation. Okay. Every one of the dogs that has jumped has been what's referred to as a long-nosed breed. So that's a Labrador, a Collie, Retriever, that type of dog. Sure. Uh, All of them have jumped from the same spot. Exact same spot? The spot is located between the last two parapets Okay. on the right-hand side of the bridge. Uh, and every time a dog has jumped, it's also been on a clear, sunny day. Hmm. Hmm. So as you pointed out, Devin, it is a, there is one a year dying. Mm-hmm. They're jumping at a rate of one dog per month. Wow. Hmm. So uh. what's the cause? It's an unknown phenomenon. There's, there's got to be something going on. <laughs> and, of course, theories abound. Right. Mm. And we have a number of theories, as always, some that sound plausible, some that are a little bit off. Let's take a look at them. Yeah. Uh, so in Celtic mythology, the estate is known to be a thin place, meaning that it is an area between, between two worlds where heaven and earth meet. And because the veil is really thin there, the animals can sense it or the dogs can sense it. So some believe that because they can sense the bridge between, no pun intended, (laughs) these two worlds, they're attracted to it. And in their excitement to get to this new place that they know is there, they're jumping off the bridge before they're realizing where they are. And so... Unbeknownst to them, basically they're they're so excited they just go for it, and then discover too late that now they're falling. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Other reports say the Overton house is haunted, uh-huh. and that maybe <clears throat> the spirits of the dogs who have died before are luring the new dogs over. Because that sounds like a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it really it does. It's it's plausible. It could be. We don't know. Plausible. Ghost yeah. doggy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so weird to get haunted by a dog. Be a little odd. Yeah. I I don't even want to know. Just little ghostly piles of poo appear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dogs are pretty friendly, right? So like that's the thing is you think, okay, but if a dog came back, why would that be the thing that they do? Like, hey, you know what's going to be fun is killing a bunch of other dogs. <laughs> well, maybe maybe they're just having fun and playing. Hey, yeah. come follow me. Come follow me. Not realizing maybe, that the yeah. other dog isn't a spirit as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, there perhaps, quotes there. Yeah. Or perhaps uh, they think they're doing them a favor because doggy having is so, so awesome. Oh, or it could be the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the reverse. It could be that they're demon doggies. Ooh. And, and they're just doing, you know, doing evil. So they're know? the dogs from Ghostbusters, basically. Yeah, yeah, evil oh. dogs. You remember those? Yeah, I do. Yeah, those were demon doggies. Yeah, they were. I've never heard them referred to as demon doggies, but I'm gonna yeah, run with they are. demon doggies. Yeah. Okay. The next theory: animal behaviorists were brought to the bridge to try and figure out what's going on, uh, because nobody knows why the dogs are leaping, and they wanted to see what would happen and, and try and make whatever observations they could to get down to the bottom of it. So when I guess they brought a truckload of dogs down and just observed them plumbing in their desks? No. Is that how they... No. Yeah. So based on the bridge's construction, it's believed that what's going on is the dog's senses are going into overload. 
here's how how the construction of the bridge is set up. The walls, which they're jumping off of, are 18 inches thick. It's stone, 18 inches thick, and it's got ivy growing over the top of it in spots, which is higher, which makes it above the plane where a dog of that size can normally see. Sure. So they don't have an idea that there's something else there, so their their sense of sight is deceived. The other thing is that, of course, it's going over a stream, there's water falling onto rocks, and if you've ever been on any kind of stone structure above a stream, the echo can make it quite loud. Yeah. So now they yeah. can't rely on their sense of hearing. While surveying the area, the animal behaviorists wanted to try and get down to the bottom of it, so they started checking out the area around and underneath the bridge mm -hmm. and they think that they've or they say that they have found clues indicating that there's a large population of mink living in the undergrowth below the bridge mm -hmm. so okay. the theory is is that the dogs are on the bridge they can't really see what's they can't see over the edge they can't hear very well but then they catch this really strong smell of mink. And I have read accounts that evidently they are extremely, have, extremely pungent. I have heard they're like, they're like ferrets and all those things. And, right. And they, they, they have a really strong odor. Yes. Apparently. That's why you use them for crab bait, for example. I, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But they, yeah. they are. They're really strong smelling. So the dogs can smell that. Now, we'll go back to one of the facts that links every case, which is it happens on a clear, sunny day. Mm -hmm. So there's heat rising from the, underneath the bridge, it's, and that air current is carrying that scent over, whereas on a cool or windy day, the dogs wouldn't notice it as much. Yeah, and it's all dogs that are traditionally bred to be hunters. Mm -hmm. So their basic instinct is to go... For like, wow. that yeah. to chase that, right? I right. mean, that's that's what they're bred to do, chase yeah. things like that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Usually. So, yeah, they, they jump up on the, the bridge to pursue this smell. Mm -hmm. And once they're up there and they realize where they're at, their momentum, unfortunately, then carries them <clears throat> right over the brink. Mm -hmm. And it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. The first time around, I could see that. But the ones that repeat it, the second they they try to do it again, it's like, dude, you know. Yeah, well, that's, that's what <laughs> makes this so, so strange. Mm -hmm. It's so odd is that these dogs are happily doing it again. Yeah. And... Nobody knows why that is. Yeah, dogs are pretty good at learning not to do things that hurt them pretty quick. Oh, uh, yeah. So you would think so. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot, 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Uh, there, there has been, and I say this with some hesitation, there has been a study done of the sense of the animals that they found underneath the bridge of the droppings of because they found mink they found mice and i can't remember what the third animal was and i watched their their experiment because mm-hmm. they videotaped the whole thing and they bunch of dogs in a field and one at a time they would let them go and see which smell canister they went to but there was nothing to indicate how accurate this was in other words was the mink at the same odor level as the other two containers, anything like that. It was, it was, I almost positive that this supposed study mm-hmm. was for one of those shows, the sensationalized shows. Uh, oh, yeah. well, we're going to get to the bottom of it in today's episode. Mm-hmm. And you don't know how well this experiment was set sure, up. Sure, sure. And they did it with 10 dogs. Oh, yeah. That's, ten, 10 dogs. That's not, a good not a, seven out of 10 went for the mink. Did they, did they go nuts over the mink? Well, enough, they, enough to, to sort the, of throw their good sense aside. They didn't go, they didn't go bonkers, but the ones that went for the mink did go straight towards it. They didn't they didn't even bother with the other ones. But again, we don't know. Maybe the guy had put tons and tons of mink scent in there and not a whole lot in the other two because he doesn't know because he can't smell it right. mm-hmm. to the, the proper proportions. So there's there it's dubious to me as to the validity of that study. Sure, yeah. So I I don't I don't know that that one's very plausible to, mm-hmm. to rely upon. Mm-hmm. The other theory that I've got here goes even farther and it's not aliens before you jump in uh, but aliens are my favorite theory. I, I know they are but I even I can't draw a connection for aliens on this one okay. zombies no it, it is depression and suicidal tendencies uh. here's the way the theory is going we all we all know that dogs are really tuned into our emotions and the people they're around, they tend to pick up those those cues and they'll react accordingly. If somebody's sad, dogs are usually sad. You're happy, the dog's happy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this theory that that is out there is that the people who are walking their dogs across the bridge are already in a depressed state of mind. And Imagine they how depressed over- they are after their dog throws himself to his death. Yeah, right. And, and they are looking out over this vista, and they're seeing how far down it is, and they're starting to contemplate. Maybe they don't want to go on, but they're not sure. And that is being transferred to their dogs somehow extremely well to the point that the dog is then running and jumping over the edge. Okay, so I, I could see that for like one or two Yep. But 600 in the course of 50 years, there's no way. Well, and here's the the other fact that, to me, 
disputes that theory and and just puts it in puts it to the ground. Mm-hmm. No. In the entire hundred plus years that that bridge has been there, mm-hmm. one person has died from falling off of the bridge. Throwing themselves or just accidentally falling? Uh, oh, this is actually a really terrible story, but it was in 1994, and a local man named Kevin Moy, he was evidently severely depressed, having delusions, and he threw his two-week-old son off of the bridge oh. and then tried to jump himself. He Now, this his state of mind was obviously not solid because yeah. he thought that he was the Antichrist, and that his son was Satan. That that's that's pretty far out there. Yeah. And it, it, again, if it's only one person doing it, then that means that to me, logically, this whole depression state from my owner causes yeah, Fido to, to jump. No, yeah. Uh, and yeah. why would it be just this bridge? Because there are plenty of places around the world where people take their dogs and contemplate suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It, there's no reason for it to be this one bridge. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah. I, agree. I I'm leaning towards the mink theory. I think what they need to do is get some guys with flamethrowers down there and you know barbecue all the mink and make sure they don't come. Make sure they know not to come back. <laughs> and then uh, at the same time, that's going to sort of eradicate the mink smell. Mm-hmm. You know, with the flamethrowers, and then right. and then just send a lot of dogs over the bridge and see if they jump. Yeah, yeah. that that's one way to go. Yeah. As much as I hate to say it, I I kind of agree with Joe in terms of the mink theory. Mm-hmm. Here's another little fact about the mink. Mm-hmm. Mink were introduced to Scotland about a hundred years ago, eighty to a hundred years ago, something okay. like that. Mm-hmm. But their populations in the wild hadn't gotten that large, and it was only in the 50s that it was known that there was a large mink population just living in the wilds, hmm. which would lend, lend credence to... It's in the 50s thing. It's in the 50s is when all this started, and there's mm-hmm. you know some yeah. massive warren of mink living underneath that bridge because it's near water and all these other things that they eat. So there is some some factors there that make me lean that way, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess as far as all of the theories go, that's the one that I find the most plausible as well. But you know, why a dog would do it a second, a third, a fourth time? Uh, yeah, it's baffling that, to me. That is a little baffling. You know, I know some dumb dogs, but not that many dumb dogs. I mean, and uh, yeah. No, it's a hard. That's a hard one. Yeah, it's a I, big mystery to me. Is is it a haunting? Is it another world? Is it this animal instinct that's mm. driven by scent that's that's causing them to jump? We mm. we just don't know. There's no hard evidence to exactly what's causing. And we can't ask the dogs. No. Well, wait a second. Maybe we can. Oh, we can. Can't we hire a dog whisperer? Oh, uh, so, I mean, God! <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know. You had to go there. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh. Yeah. Man. A story about dogs, of course. Okay, well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it is indeed mysterious, but I, I'm kind of curious if they have signs posted on the bridge saying no, "Keep your dog out of leash." As far as I know, there are no signs posted on the bridge, and and I know that I don't remember who said, "Why do people keep walking their dogs there?" 
it evidently wasn't one of those things that was widely reported to the public or that people knew about until recent history when people have started, the stories hit the internet and Uh it's been on shows and people are figuring it out now. And so I, like I said before, I'm pretty sure that anybody that takes a walk in that area, make sure that they have their dog on the leash before they cross the bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just shocking. I mean... Make sure your dog's not strong enough to take you over with him, too. That would be a problem. Yeah. Why wouldn't you put signs up? I don't know. Why wouldn't you put, like, Wait. you know, chain link fences all over the place? Just why, why wouldn't you put a sign up? Ah, uh, yeah, I don't... You know, that seems like the responsible, caring thing to do. Like, a sign at either end that just says, caution, <clears throat> leash your dog... No, no, no. Dog suicide area. No, it can't be. It can't be written in English because that's racist. It would have to be written. It'd have to be one of those big yellow and black diamond shaped signs. It's got like a, some sort of picture of, of a dog leaping off a bridge. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> I'm sure they could come up with some kind of international sign for dog suicide area. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I know. Let's look in the net. There's probably I'm already sure exists. there already yeah. is. Mm, yeah. In yeah. Scotland, they speak English. They just speak it funny. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but supposing somebody's in, like, say, like Japan, and they hear about this bridge, and they come there with their dog just to check it out. Well, then maybe they. I should. I know. Say something I like know. That. They, I say that they, they deserve they, to lose their dog, but maybe they do. Yeah, not the brightest. Yeah. brightest bulb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, well, we solved that mystery. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't I don't think we solved that mystery. Uh, no, I actually think it's we a big mystery. It is. Yeah. Well, if anybody out there has motivation to read about this story, you can certainly go ahead and read all about it. We've got the links to this particular story on our website. That website is thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. If you have some alternate theories that you want to tell us about or you just know some other strange stories that you'd like to hear us cover, feel free to go ahead and send us an email. That email address is thinkingsidewayspodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we're going to go ahead and get out of here, and we will talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. I still say it's aliens. Hmm. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.